0: Yo, yo, it's your boy, your brother, your friend, once again in the building. Welcome back, guys, to another segment of Dear Young Brother. Man, life has been going 90 miles per hour around me. So a lot's been going on, so since I dropped the last one. So I've been delayed, but I have not been delayed in, in what I'm wanting to drop uh in the next couple of weeks here. So with that being said, again, my humble apologies. I will strive to Get more content out um, timely, in a timely fashion. Every Saturday, that's the goal. Every Saturday, you will get a new segment of Dear Young Brother. And today, I want to talk about, there's a lot been going on. So uh, one of the biggest things uh, that was on my mind to talk about, and many people, this is a mixed bag, guys, okay? So again, I want you to understand, young men. You know, my I understand my demographic. You know, thirteen to nineteen. There's a whole lot going on in your world at that time, and even now. Okay, whole lot. So the last two years, the last two years has been pretty roller coaster for America and the world, right? And what has been going on? We understand it's been COVID. You know, a lot going on. People masking and vaccinations and being sick and working remotely the whole nine. School, doing school. You've been doing school remotely and all that other good stuff. So now. Things are starting to open up more and kind of starting to settle into this new normal, this new post-COVID normal. I'm not going to say you know, we're going back to normal because the quote-unquote normal is gone. So we're settling into this new normal, this post-COVID world. So with that being said, in the last two years, there's something uh, huge was going on uh, in COVID. There's a, There's been this red pill, blue pill mindset, right? Okay, and in that this manosphere, as we talked about last time when I had my boy BB Bobby Berg on, we talked about the the manosphere and things of that nature. And I kind of wanted to keep the conversation going because we're still in the realm of talking about relationships, right? And not just intimate relationships, you know, but relationships in general. And there was a relationship that was forged by a lot of men, young men, middle-aged men, older men. Men, period, you know, in this setting called the Manosphere. And a guy who spearheaded that, uh, I guess, movement, I kind of don't want to call it a movement because it's not, I don't feel it's a movement, but a guy who spearheaded uh that was a guy named Kevin Samuels. Now, granted, I know it's a mixed bag. People feel some kind of way about it. Some people love him, some people hate him, you know, but. At the same time, the brother was on fire. He was trending in that space of YouTube with the Manosphere. And again, many people loved him. Many people loved him. Many people did not like him so much, right? And we understand as of last Thursday, uh, he passed away, sadly. Uh, Untimely death. There's still a lot of uh, confusion or speculation now around his death that there may have very well been some foul play. Um but anyway, we'll continue to wait it out and uh see what becomes of it. But there were some things that was going on, okay? Um and I'll get back to his death uh in a little bit here. But I wanted to talk about the message and the messenger. Alright? The message and the messenger. Now Throughout the centuries, right, many people have come and gone. They've had their messages, right? You know, um, Socrates had his message. You know, Plato had his message. Shakespeare had his message. Mother Teresa had her message. Mahatma Gandhi had his message. JFK had his message. You know, Dr. King had his message. Huey P. Newton had his message. Malcolm X had his message. You know, all these figures throughout human history have had their message. And even on a very opposite scale or opposite end of the spectrum, people like Adolf Hitler had his message. And while the messenger or messengers of all those messages over the years have been silenced by way of death. Their message yet remains. And there have been people who've picked up their message and continued on in that paradigm of thinking, whether the message was viewed as positive or whether that was viewed as negative. Again, the messenger, over the years, the messengers have been silenced by way of death, but the message has continued to go forth. People have adopted the thought patterns, the thought paradigms, the thought philosophies or whatever of the messenger. Think about it. Mahatma Gandhi, his message was picked up by Dr. Martin Luther King, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. His message was picked up by Malcolm X. And people have since picked up Dr. King's message, which pointed back to Mahatma Gandhi. People have picked up Malcolm X's message, continue the work, and they pointed back to Elijah Muhammad, amongst other people. So you kind of get the gist. Mother Teresa, she had a message. People have picked up her message and that thought paradigm, and they've carried the message and they've spread the message. So to speak in the the pond or the lake of life, I'll call the lake. The lake of life has many ripples made by several different pebbles of varying size. Okay, so the lake of life is constantly rippling with these different types and sizes of stones. What is what are the stones? The stones are the messages, the messages of those who came before us or even those who are among us now, there are still yet many messages being spoken even now. So that's my qualifier, the message and the messenger. And bringing all that back to Kevin Samuels and the Manosphere, I don't think Kevin Samuels was one who created the message but rather he was the one who spearheaded it and like he was the, the, the figurehead, let's say that, let's say, yeah, he was more so the figurehead of that message. Now the message has long been existing before Kevin Samuel, okay? I've sat around in barbershops years since like, you know, eight or nine years old So I've heard the message, but what it was, was the message was, was isolated to certain settings, barbershops, basketball courts, the man cave of of someone's house or wherever have you. So the conversations and the message was always there. There were two messages going on though. There was the isolated messages in the barbershops, the basketball courts, the man caves of people's houses those pockets of uh, social uh, gatherings. There was that message. And then there was this universal message that was being broadcast that I've heard since I've been here, since I've been able to cognitively understand conversations and thought processes. That one message was men are nothing. You don't need them. They're trash, they're dogs, they're cheaters, etc., etc., etc. That message was on repeat, so to speak, throughout the general public in society. That's all I've heard growing up. And many people who I know can attest to that. So with that being said, then you had this other message that was isolated to the barbershops. The basketball courts, the main caves of people houses, those pockets of of social gatherings or that one little picnic table at the 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 family reunions or or the barbecues. And you had that. Right. So the message has always been there. I believe what Kevin Samuels did was he had the audacity and had the gall and had the gumption. Or what Vince McMahon would say, he had the grapefruits to stand up and create a platform that brought light to the message. So I was a big wrestling fan growing up. And so one of the the biggest superstars of the 80s, the figure that everyone correlated to wrestling was without a shadow of a doubt, Hulk Hogan. Because he was he was the figurehead at that time for professional wrestling. Granted, wrestling had been around long before Hogan got to on the scene, but through the creative uh, lens of Vince McMahon, he put wrestling on the map using Hogan as the figurehead. So that he was like, whenever people think about wrestling and sports entertainment, the first figure they think of is Hogan. But granted, wrestling didn't start with Hogan. There were many, many uh, great superstars on the independent territories that were bigger than Hogan. But leading into that burst of of the 80s, Hogan being that figurehead, you know, he was he was that one. And that's my qualifier. So I say that to say the message or rather the business and the spectacle of wrestling was always there before Hogan, but when Hogan burst on the scene and Vince McMahon's creative and media savvy pushed Hogan as the figurehead of professional wrestling throughout the 80s and into the 90s. And many other great superstars, you know, were were around before, during, and even after Hogan but I kind of want to use it as my qualifier so that you can get an understanding of the message of what Kevin Samuels was, was bringing. So I say all that to say, Kevin Samuels was just the figurehead of the message. And so he, what he did was he put the message, he created that platform for himself, and he put that message out there. And he did so without flinching and in the face of a mob, so to speak, of, of backlash and people who, you know, disliked it. But just because they didn't like the message, the messenger was still carrying forth the message. Now, granted, I will say this, and I've said this even long before uh, his his passing, and I'm, I'm not going to buck down or stand down now. Young men, dear young brothers, I, when you look at it, Cause he, he came out in the last two years where he got hot in the last two years with his content. I don't want you to pick up everything that he said, because myself, I don't agree with everything that he said. I don't care about his tone. People try to tone police him and this, that, and the other. No, I don't care about his tone, you know, whatever. Many people among us need that kind of straightforwardness, but I didn't care for the misogyny. Didn't care for the sexism, you know, the, the sexist uh, traits. But I do believe with every part of who I am, I do not believe that he hated black women. I do not believe that he hated black people. I do believe that he desired to help the black community and, so to speak, hold a mirror up before us. For us to see ourselves, and many of us act like we were vampires. Shh. Don't show me a mirror. But that's the human condition. We don't want to see ourselves for who we are. We live in this generation of, give me the filters. Let me put up a filter so I can conceal and hide who I really am. Hide behind this, this avatar, this life avatar, so to speak. And I'm only going to show you what I want you to see. Kind of takes me back to the Wizard of Oz. Remember the Wizard of Oz, you know, um, Dorothy, you know, she, the whole tornado thing and house fell on the witch. And she goes into the land of Oz and she's in search of this Oz. Oz is the one who could give her and her friends what they needed. The Scarecrow needed the brain. The Tin Man needed a heart. The Lion needed courage, you know, so so. And Dorothy needed to go home. So it's like, let's go to the to the the wizard who can help us. And the wizard, when they got there, he had all these smoke and mirrors, the the fire and the big face. And oh, I am the almighty Oz and blah, 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 blah. All these things to distract because he he wanted to show the people what he wanted to show them. Until they got to the part where Toto got behind the curtain. And was you know displaying or revealing the man behind the curtain. And Oz was like, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. That's what that's how many of us are. That's us. We are Oz portraying to the free world over social media and wherever we can conceal ourselves, we want to throw out the Oz factor, the Oz effect. Let me show them the big green talking head. And all this fire and bells and whistles. And I want them to see that. I want them to show them that that's me, but not really. It's the man or woman behind the curtain. And what many people fail to realize with Kevin Samuels, he did not just come at and address women or black women. He brought the smoke to men, too, because that was the first phase of his his movement was to address the men. That was the first phase of what he did, and even in the in the meantime of dealing with and addressing the women, he was still giving the smoke to men, and it was about giving them reality now granted even again, going back to it, I don't agree with everything he said, but a lot of what he was saying was laced with facts, and especially with you know going back to the you know facts data statistics. Studies have been shown this, that, and the other. We can't fight or deny facts and statistics and data and that 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 kind of raw, truthful information. We have to be able to to say, you know what? This is the truth. Even though I don't agree with it, it's still truth. And the the thought paradigm, the false mind paradigm that many women have come to believe is that they don't need men and 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 one of my 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 favorite um persons to follow on on ig you know i've had some conversations here here and there uh is coach nicole taylor and i want to cite something that she posted recently that i that i liked and not only that i like it i saved it because i, I want to always be able to go back to it and reference it she's a a coach, relationship coach, um, for women. Well, she's a, yeah, she's a relationship. To, uh, I guess not relationship coach. She she helps women get out of toxic relationships, you know, and and help them to heal. Okay, from different soul ties and whatnot. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal personality. Phenomenal page. Definitely go and check her out at I am Coach Taylor. Okay, check her out. But here's here's the post. And I'm going to cite it like this. Says, Dear Masculine Women, Your career and money does not replace good men or the need for good men in this world. No matter how successful you are as a woman, this world still needs good men. Wounded women have made the mistake of believing that a man's value is limited to his finances. This is a wounded woman mindset. You've allowed your bad experiences with men that you chose to distort your view of the purpose men serve in this world and in our lives. A man's provision goes far past what he can provide financially, and it doesn't matter how ambitious you are as a woman, there are certain things you can't provide for yourself that only a man can provide. Every day, single women are coming up missing, getting murdered, stalked, raped, and God knows what else. Why do these cowards feel so comfortable doing these things to single women? Because of the lack of male presence. Your ambition doesn't scare away predators or replace a godly man's presence. In closing, there's nothing wrong with you being a single and financially successful woman. But to say that good men are no longer needed because of that is a lie from the pits of hell. Stop saying a lot of women. Again, this is the that, that mirror coming up. Men need to look in the mirror, too. And this is why I'm challenging you to look into the mirror concerning yourself and concerning women. They're they're believing in they're adopting this city girl, Meg the Stallion, Cardi B mindset, all this this mess. And this is why Jesus called a sheep. Sheep, if not taught correctly, will follow anybody. That's why they need a shepherd. And think about it. Sheep are not really the smartest or brightest animal. And I was like thinking like, Lord, Lord, why why would you call a sheep? Like sheep are not all that bright. And I'm starting to see neither are we. We think we are. You can, the shepherd can lead a sheep away from a poisonous bush and the sheep will find his way right back to the poisonous bush. Sheep are easily cast down, easily fall, and they cannot help themselves up. They cannot get up on their own. They need the shepherd. Think about that. Just something to think about. But I want you to see, young man, I want you to see, I need you to see, as Coach Taylor Nicole said, your worth is far beyond what you make. Now, I do want you to make yourself a man of value, but you don't have to make six figures to get a good, decent woman. And if she presses you for that, then she's not the one for you. There's a saying that says, time tells the best tales concerning women, concerning you, men. Time tells the best tales for all of us the messenger Kevin Samuels has been silenced but the message is still rippling through the lake of life and people many people have picked up that message and they've adopted the they've they've taken the meat and spit out the bones the wise ones and then there's some who just ate took the meat and the bones and just took it all but it doesn't change the fact that the message is still Rippling, and sadly, this is a person who lost their life. Love him or hate him, and there were people, women rejoicing on Twitter and social media. And the Word of God tells us the hardest, deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's a shame. It would have been best for those people to just remain silent. But anywho, young man. I just wanted to share that with you. Any message, take what's meat, spit out the bones. If God can speak through a donkey, literally, he can speak through anybody. Now, granted, don't get confused. I'm not saying that God was speaking through Kevin Samuels. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is any message you hear, whether it be a political message or whatever have you, Take what's meat, spit out the bones, apply where applicable, all right? With love and wisdom, this message from me to you, your big bro, Sean B. Till next time, deuces.